0: a cup of oats with chia seeds you know I know that kind of stuff in order to work but I think it's base per person you know what a measurement works for somebody is not necessarily going to work for somebody else well that
1: thought that's good
0: so (laughs) and that goes for any diet really so I don't know what my calorie intake should be I don't even know how much I weigh so (laughs) No, but I didn't ask it you what yeah. your
1: calorie intake it was necessarily. But just as far yeah. as the uh, do you are you one that operates on a calorie in, calorie out sort no. of thing? Okay. No. Yeah. And and I think a lot of people won't, but this will be a good discussion because a lot of people are still stuck on calories in, calories out as far as weight loss goes and body composition. Well, but there's more to it than that.
2: Yeah, and, and you know, even if you did calories in, calories out where the calories come from is important is important. Is more important than the amount of calories.
1: Yeah.
0: People obsess over calorie intake and all that kind of stuff and are not focusing on the right things, which is the type of food they're eating, the quality of the food they're eating, you know, the water intake a day, all of that plays a part in terms of the results to will achieve. Right.
2: All right, well, welcome to The Epicist. I'm Doug. It's my cohort, Eli. And we have an extremely, extremely special <laughs> guest tonight. Uh, it is uh, this beautiful... Amazing woman, (laughs) happens to be my wife as well. (laughs) This is Danelle. Hello. And thanks for having me. Oh, I'd love to have you. Um, So uh, we're going to talk a bit about um, diet. We did diet last week. We went and sort of did a deeper dive into different kinds of diets like, uh, like uh, carnivore or keto or ketovore or low carb or whatever. And I know that you've done a whole bunch of different, you've tried different things and uh, you tried them for a, you did a couple of competitions what Were they a fitness competition. No.
0: Yeah. Fitness model competition. Fitness model competition. Yeah. Can you
1: elaborate? What is a fitness model competition? What's, what's involved in that?
0: So a fitness model is someone uh, you'll get judged based on your physique, your muscle mass. Okay. But you're still model looking. You know, you know, i Huge. We're not doing uh, bodybuilding, right? But you're still being judged on your body composition and your muscle mass. Are
1: you posing like a bodybuilder?
0: You are posing, yes. Not like a
2: bodybuilder, though. Like you don't do like a flex the, like No, this.
0: Oh, no, okay. certainly not. More of the modelish poses, okay, cool. if that makes any and sense. And that's called fitness, right? Fitness model, yeah. You
2: still pose that way, by the way. I notice you when, you're, when pictures are taken <laughs> of you, you still have He's the pose. like a pose. Yes. Most it's, it's likely, inner, yes, inner. yes,
0: yes. Uh, so yeah, there's, you know, uh, just a model where they're just based on, they're being judged on their physique, how they look, hair, that kind of stuff. And in fitness model, you're being judged on your muscle mass and your cool. composition. Isn't along. there
2: one where they actually do like, uh, like they go through a rigorous yes uh, display of of, of athletics? I think. Yes.
0: And usually uh, those women will have a background in, in gymnastics or something along those What's the that sorts. one called? Um, I can't remember now. But it's not,
1: it's not the, it's not the fitness model. No, no.
2: And I think you won of your, in your class, right? You came first in your class?
0: In the over 35 category. Well, that's perfect. It's (laughs) even more (laughs) impressive. Yeah, it's more impressive. So yes. (laughs)
1: That's amazing. That's great. So that's a great segue into nutrition, which was, I think, our topic for today. Sure, yeah. Um, contest prep. Tell us about that. What sort of, how long would it take? What sort of food? Um... And what do you think about it, like the net result of that, like,
2: is it a healthy way to go?
0: Absolutely. I mean, uh, it de- like, it depends on the choices you make, right? Some people can go a very unhealthy way and some others can choose a healthy way, right? So, um, I mean, prepping for a show, you typically need a year, especially if you are gaining muscle, right? And getting in the right spots. And so uh, I was quite lean, actually very lean. If we showed before and after pictures, it was a bit scary. Uh, And I put on 15 pounds of muscle for the show, for the second show I did. And so that's uh, five, six days a week in the gym. Um, But dieting for me is a lifestyle. So it's not something that I had to change, right? This is what I do. I measure my foods. But
2: you were very particular, like uh skinless chicken uh rice and certain amount of vegetables right like yeah. it was it was very regimented yeah,
0: it was very regimented everything was measured though which is something that i did prior but even more when i uh prepped you for just the a little tighter. yeah so
1: it wasn't a drastic change to no, your lifestyle no it was for kind me, of a smooth transition
0: for me it's a lifestyle right this is something i do every day whether i go to the gym have my water intake, eat healthy foods, you know, eat every couple of hours. Everything is timed. Everything is scheduled. That's just how I do life.
2: <laughs> how about the uh, the number of weeks before the contest? Because usually there's a sort of a more intense prep getting ready. Like you got to lose water. You got to, you know, lean out a bit more. I don't know, like... A-
0: um did you, you did i that. don't yeah but i don't recall it being intense in any way like i just remember yeah you're a little bit more tired for sure there's a lot bit more involved you're uh lowering your calories obviously you're not eating as much and uh so you're you are wanting to lean out for the show but um again everybody responds differently right so um
2: I there's would, a doctor that i i uh follow uh, That's why I'm here. Dr. James something. Dean uh, McAntonio. No, James. <laughs> Dr. James McAntonio. Nic- no, no, he's Asian. I don't know. Oh, him. okay. <laughs> uh, anyways, he uh, he has a theory that calories actually don't matter. As you eat more calories, your metabolism goes up to match it. And as you reduce your calories, your, your metabolism slows to match it. So, I mean, within a reasonable range, right? And so he, his theory is that you know, monitoring your calories isn't as important as the quality of food that you eat.
0: Yeah, that's, that's true as well. I think it was just decreasing the amount, like, you know, switching chicken to mostly fish in the last month uh, of prepping for a show, maybe eating, you know, a quarter cup less of white rice than I was eating, right? Just a small adjustments in terms of uh, changing the diet, but it wasn't anything drastic.
2: All right. Why don't you share with us some of the, you said you've done different diets. Some of the diets you've tried over I don't know, last 10, 15
0: years. Last 10, 15 years, my goodness. And then I, we'll I'm, conclude
1: with where you're at now. You've probably found something that works as a lifestyle for you now. Again. I think yeah. you're, you're still figuring it out, aren't you?
0: I'm still trying to figure it out, uh, especially in the last month. But the last, I don't know, 10 to 15 years. Well, I me just interrupt you in yeah. for a second.
2: Because you have specific digestive issues yeah. right I, yeah. I think it runs in your family and uh, some gi track issues right
0: well i think probably a lot of people struggle with this stuff and a lot of people don't know what to do about no, it, it you right. know like yes i've struggled with uh, digestive issues my whole life uh, where i used to be really sick as a kid and so um, when i got to the age of 19 uh, whether i ate uh, lettuce salads super healthy i was always always bloated and so I wasn't feeling good. And so that brought me to search, you know, food combinings, eating certain foods, removing certain foods and really educating myself on that. And then that's when I started my journey of, you know, eating certain foods together, measuring foods <clears throat> and all of that. Um, so and how long
2: ago did you start that, do you think? How long when did you realize you needed to start? modifying your uh
0: probably around at the age of uh 19 i'd say oh, 18 19 yeah. Good, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah good
1: awareness yeah
0: because i had struggled for many many years right so at one point like you want to you go to the gym every day the last thing you want to be is bloated and not understand why <laughs> what were some of the
1: foods that would cause this discomfort or bloating it used you?
0: to be meat oh surprisingly because now i do extremely well on meat uh but it used to be red meat a lot of meats used to upset my stomach
2: you think it's possible that it was meat mixed with vegetables
0: it could be right like it might not have been the meat itself it could have been a numerous it was just a matter of eliminating certain things
2: because when you went on carnivore briefly right you had a complete shift right
0: a complete shift yeah a hundred percent um so the carnivore diet definitely seems to reset my gut health in terms of, okay, now meat, I'm adjusting really well, I function really well, there's no bloating, there's no gas, there's no nothing. I'm like, oh my goodness, this is so good. Um, And then as soon as I eat vegetables, then okay, my stomach is upset, right? So over the years, your body changes, hormone changes. So what could have worked for me in my 20s or 30s? Well, now it doesn't work for me in my 40s, right? So it's a matter of adjusting and figuring out, but it will take time because you could be doing a diet for several years that works and then all of a sudden it doesn't work for you anymore. Right. Yeah. Um, there is, uh, so again, I lived with vegetable salad, chicken, like a lot of stuff that is healthy, but again, wasn't working for me, but yet I continue to do it because it was healthy fruits. Yeah, apparently. Right. <laughs> Um, so in the last couple of years, if we go the last couple of years, is when I really struggled. Uh, I would say when COVID hit, I think maybe or 2020, I would have to say. Um, I had a surgery and then I s- immediately started to gain weight. I probably gained a good 20 pounds and then unable I mean, to lose. Yeah, yeah, I didn't notice by the way yeah right <laughs> um but struggling with that weight gain and energy levels right all kinds of shifts were happening with my hormones but then trying on keto and keto didn't work for me by the way it didn't work for my me. my
2: wife is the best keto baker on the planet <laughs> i think you can attest I can it test that. it really is the most amazing so
0: I do great keto baking, uh, but the keto diet itself does not in work what for
1: weight, me. Uh, uh, what did you feel? Or I would you gain feel?
0: more weight. Ah. So, and some women, it doesn't work for all yeah. women, depending where your hormones at. it it could be a shift, but again, most diet, it's a matter of, tr- it's a trial and error really, because what works for somebody is not necessarily going to work for somebody else. Yeah. I think we, we believe in that. Right? We believe there's it, not a one size fits all. There is no one size fits all. It really is because... You could say to somebody i hey, try this this and that and then all of a sudden you know they're not feeling good right so it really is a matter of taking certain things and really giving it a try and really figuring out what works for you, you at the to. end of the day
2: i do extremely well for example on keto it's like my favorite yes uh, <laughs> yes and i actually really like carnivore except it's really hard to maintain because you know there's not much variety except for meat but yeah i get that you know that works for me but yeah. that's not particularly good for you either, I
1: don't think. I do well on it, but my cholesterol levels, and I, I have to be mindful of it. Oh, yeah. So I have a genetic On which diet? On, on carnivore. On carnivore. And, and keto to a certain extent. So I'm, I, I essentially do low carb. Okay. Which is, a, for me, a happy medium. It works. I get more variety. and
0: I've been doing that. So I think in the last month, I've been doing low carb as well and just trying to see what works for me. Um, so
2: yeah, because I've noticed a transition. So you tried the carnivore.
0: So yeah, we did the- Just
2: pure carnivore.
0: We did the carnivore for a full two weeks. Uh, no, for four weeks. It was for Lent,
2: wasn't it? It was-
0: uh, We started in March months. and then we went to, out to, all the way to Lent. So yeah. into April. So it was four weeks of Easter, straight yeah. carnivore.
2: And then you started adding- uh, Berries. Fruits, berries. Yeah. Good.
0: I needed a couple things. So I started adding uh, blueberries and raspberries only.
2: And that made a big difference for you, I think.
0: I just, yeah, it just gave me a little something more to have. And, you know, um, and then I think I went off and I added different stuff, tried sweet potatoes again, tried different things to see what would work. And then um, I think the last time we went, I went on Carnivore, I did did do the berries did a few things i couldn't just do the meat straight meat i needed a, a bit more than that interesting
1: because there's a, there's um a, he was a, considered a carnivore uh doctor he called himself now he's carnivore md 2.0 so what he's done is he couldn't sustain only a ketogenic type diet because carnivore is ketogenic right? yes yeah. why is it it is because you're eliminating the carbs um, yeah. and it's protein but- and fat but typically, uh, keto.
2: keto is is moderate protein. I would imagine carnivore is a high protein. higher protein. Yes, yeah.
1: but you're probably still going to get into ketosis. I'm I'm guessing.
2: Well, too much protein
1: converts to glucose. To glucose. Yeah. yeah, it's in moderation. Right. Yeah. I guess it depends how you're doing it. Um, but back to this doctor, and, and I'm reminded about what you're doing with the berries. So he he's now shifted to what he calls an animal based. Okay. To, you know, to play off against the plant based diet. Right. It's meat, fruits. Because he finds that um, unlike vegetables, fruits have less defense chemicals in them and less reactive. Um, Raw dairy and honey. So it seems like you're kind of on your way to something like that uh, uh, with the meats and the fruits.
0: Yeah, similar. I have added like a low carb. I'll have half a cup of oats and some chia seeds in there that I've been mixing with protein. Yeah, it seems to be doing well. So I'm just kind of taking it a day at a time to see where my body's reacting and...
2: And I think one of the things you do also is you separate things, right? You're like you yeah. don't you don't eat your oats with your meat, you or know, uh, not that that would be any good, anyways. But
0: with meat, oh my god. I'm just saying, <laughs> you know, you
2: you kind of separate you, your, the components. You doing of your, food
1: combining still?
0: I do food combining. And that this works is for you? something that I really firmly believe What's in. That, that, food that uh, mix, not mixing or mixing
1: certain foods with each other, okay. or not that don't agree foods, together, yeah.
0: that can cause a reaction in the stomach. Food so. Yes, I do fruits on their own 30 minutes before eating anything else. Uh, I'm very like regiment that way. And then I eat my protein separately, always.
1: There's a, so. there's, it's, it's a real big discussion still about food combining. There's some people who absolutely must do it. And then some people who don't. So there's there's a lot of debate, but obviously it were, again, there's no one size fits all. And this Correct. works for you. Yeah. yeah,
2: yeah. I've tried that. I'm eating a little bit of carbs now. Are yeah. you? Well, no, hold on a second. What, that's, what's that's, carbs? What's the carbs? Water? <laughs> what's carbs i'm curious what's going on hold on a second hold on no that's wrong i made a mistake okay backtrack i'm I'm human uh no i don't eat carbs i have a little snack it's a keto snack snack.
0: oh yeah so you know i have some
2: of that keto keto granola and i'll put some uh of the uh, stevia syrup on it Mm -hmm. it's like a nice sweet treat for me but i'll eat that i learned this from you i i don't eat that with my meal no i'll eat my 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 meat in my carnivore diet and then i'll have that you know, maybe an hour later.
0: Yeah, I eat and then two hours later, I always wait a two hour period before eating anything. Two I allow hours. my stomach yeah. to digest and then I move on to an X. Always, always, I never break that.
2: And are you still doing uh, six meals a day?
0: No, so since the carnivore diet, I'm eating a lot less because the meat can sustain you a lot longer. So again, am I on the carnivore? i probably say not anymore. I'm kind of all over the place. Meat, low carb bit of fruit so but when you eat fattier meats like that i'm able to go three four hours and i'm not hungry i don't feel like snacking because normally every two hours i'm hungry i have to eat and i can attest to before
2: when you were hungry you just didn't want to you know you Got to keep your head low. Things, things could go flying. But you seem to be much better now. Like,
0: Yeah, I can manage for sure. Um, but yes, I'm like I said, I'm very regimented. So for me to eat certain times is very important to me. But uh, on the carnivore diet, I was able to go three, four hours, no hungry, no snacking, no nothing, no cravings. So that was really good. Do you see yourself uh, intermittently? doing
1: carnivores or a period of time, let's say you're going on a beach vacation. Would you use it to serve a purpose? Yeah, or?
0: absolutely. I, I did really enjoy it. I love meat. And I think yeah. you
1: leaned out on it a bit, right?
0: Yeah. And so what brought us to the carnivore actually is... Um, when we you talked about it but also um something that's super super important in terms of diet in terms of yeah how your outside looks it's also important but the way your inside is is just as important because everything starts in the gut and so um i've been doing this since i was 19 and everybody should be doing these but again i don't know but colonics are huge 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 i think they're super super important in terms of cleansing your gut and resetting everything
1: <laughs> you want to tell our audience what a colonic is in case they don't know <laughs> i won't even get a colonoscopy level
0: colonic. honestly it's a life changer people and honestly so i'm to go next people, time with you so many people do... struggle with gut health that what? don't know what to do i've struggled all my life
2: do they have a couple's one where we could hold hands oh
0: or... my goodness what is wrong
2: with me? <laughs> What is a colonic honey?
0: It's a treatment. It's you go see a homeopath and it's a full treatment. It's an hour treatment. It's not something that people have this idea that it's an enema and you sit on the toilet for two hours. That's not what it is at all. It's it's It really is a treatment for the stomach to get rid of toxins, to get rid, of, if you think about it, of all the years you've been eating food and food that's stuck in between your intestine that's still just sitting there and rotting away. It keeps me full. Okay, well, whatever. (laughs) I prefer to have mine clean. So, (laughs) you know, and it really you get rid of all of that, right? And it's a complete flush. And it's a treatment. Uh, The homeopath is able to tell where your issues are in your stomach. And you're able to really figure out like what foods don't agree with you and which do what really works. So they're
1: basically putting a
0: vacuum in your butt.
1: I think
0: to. It's a tube, it's yes. It's even
1: less appealing there.
0: No, it's not a vacuum. It's literally a tube. It's a little, it goes this far, literally, in your butt. It's just. At so, the, how do they
2: get all the stuff up, up the, the. It's in the a tube.
0: Intestines. There's water tanks and no, there's. No, no, but how do they get, like, so you're shooting water up?
1: Yes. Yeah, your water intestines, goes, like, are like a mile yeah, long. Yeah, so,
0: so water goes in slowly. Oh. Yeah, it's slowly, like, and then it goes out, in, out. <laughs> It's, right. it's really is a treatment. It's nothing invasive. It's, okay, I
2: commit to going with you if you let me next time you go.
0: Okay, are you going to do it? Yeah, I'll do it. Honestly, it's life. I have There's sent, a lot of things I
2: said I would never do that I, I do now, so, I especially since I met you.
0: I have sent so many women, and I've been seeing um, this homeopath since I was 19. Just to say, to give you an idea how bad my stomach was, for the first year, I went to see her. On a weekly basis.
1: For colonics on a weekly basis? Exactly. Isn't that that's, a little too much from what I understand? But that's it,
0: it, how bad my stomach wow. was. That's how much pain I was dealing with on a day-to-day that's basis.
1: Like, it's normally, on like, a normal. Con- what would you do? Maybe a couple times a year.
0: Exactly, and yeah.
1: You, ooh, that just shows.
2: That and just I, I, shows. And I notice when you go, and if you're a little bloated, when you come back here.
0: I'm flat. Yeah. My stomach is flat. And so... Obviously it took a full year to get me to a point where then I went every two months.
1: My goodness.
0: And then yes. now I go every four months, three to four months. When my stomach starts to get bloated, I I pre-scheduled them in advance for the year. So that'll tie you over until the next treatment perhaps? Exactly. And then if I'm having issues, like let's say if I were to do a diet and it's not agreeing with me, mm-hmm. oh. I give her a call. I need to see you. Something's not working in my stomach. Right, and then I start over. It's a reset for me, right? Cleanse. Let's start a new diet. Let's figure out what's not working, right? Is it obsessive? I don't know. For me, it's healthy. It works, no right? Right, because for me to show up at work every day, to show up and and be a wife and be a mom, you got to be feeling good, right? You got to be a hundred percent. And so, if I'm struggling with. Stomach issues, tiredness, then I can't show up and be 100% if I'm going to work anywhere else for that matter,
1: right? And we don't want to downplay gut issues. They're serious. Very serious. They impact your life, the quality of your life.
0: A lot of people struggle with this, but they <clears throat> don't know what to do about it. They have a misconception. A miscomce- uh, I can't misconception? even. Misconception? Yes, exactly. I'll um, for
2: you.
0: <laughs> about uh, these colonics, and they really, really help people. You know, I can't, I don't even know how many people have referred to her over the years, but a lot.
1: <laughs> yeah, I've, I've heard great things. The only word of warning: yes, I've done a, a couple times. The only thing is, um, it's important that they make sure you do pro- probiotics afterwards. Absolutely. I know somebody got sick because as a result, they like very sick as a result of not being advised to take this after a treatment. So just a, just a, it's important where you
0: go, right? You want to research where you're going and you know, like anything we do in life, right? If you're going to go get a treatment somewhere, you're going to research Google reviews. You're going to look it up, right? Same same, thing applies for this, right? And you want to make sure that when you go, that the person is educating you as well. You should be eating this. You should not do this for three days, right? So after a cleanse, I usually like to do a liquid diet for a good two to three days where I'm just allowing my colon to rest and I'm just living off juice for a few days and then I restart. So that's how I normally do things for anything. Do you
1: find since you've sort of dialed in a little bit more on what works for you nutrition wise, you need, I think you need colonics less?
0: Um. Well, I did, I did schedule one after doing the carnivore for four weeks because I was just curious of how my stomach was going to respond due to previous years and You know, she was like, oh my goodness, this is like, your stomach is responding so well. Like everything was so, um, yeah. So again, it was just a matter of a test and to see what's working and what's not. So
2: this is, uh, just about the carnivore diet because, you know, well, from my perspective before we ever tried it, I thought, oh, that's crazy. Just eating meat. That's gotta be the worst because we're raised to think, you know, you eat your, Mm -hmm. your grains, your vegetables, your fruits, and your, and a little bit of meat. Right. Right, and this is the this sort of just turns it all around, like just changes everything, and says no, it's only meat, and some of the effects that it has. I mean, it can be detrimental in some ways, and I'm still not convinced it's a good long term play. Right, which I agree. but it has some really profound effects in the short term.
0: It does. <clears throat> like if this is something you wanted to do, like you say you're going on vacation or something, a hundred percent. Is this something I would do long term? Just meat, probably not, because I've been finding myself craving other things. Right, yeah. like I've done it for you know, four weeks, then incorporated berries, then stopped and back on it. So I'm tr- I'm listening to my body. You know, I was craving oats and chia seeds. So I started eating that to see if it works. It seems to be fine, right? So I'm just tweaking and seeing what works. I know that vegetables don't work. That I know. Amazing. All vegetables? I don't do well with any vegetables.
2: After the carnivore diet, I think we were at my mom's, Oh yeah, They they made a salad and I thought, oh, I'm going to try a salad. (laughs) Because, you know, my head still thinks, oh, you got to eat your greens, right? I got, I was like. From a salad. From a salad. My stomach just bloated up. It's like I was pregnant, you know?
0: So again, it's the effects, right? And it brings me back to when in my younger years when I lived off salad and protein and I was constantly bloated. So I'm thinking the vegetables weren't agreeing with me back then either. I just was eating them. But if you tell somebody that you're on a carnivore diet, they'll be like, well, where are your greens? Where are your vegetables? Where's your fiber, right? Like, and so.
2: But you're more regular on a carnivore diet than any other.
0: Yes, absolutely. Any other diet I've ever been on. Yeah. A
1: little too regular. Which uh, which is counterintuitive, you wouldn't think, because there's no fiber. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So again, it's a trial and error. Everybody's got to give it a try, right? A lot of people wouldn't do well on a meat diet. There's others that would do really well. It's it's really, you've got to figure out what works for you. Um, have you tried any sort of fasting? I don't do well on fasting. Yeah. I will, I, I can probably push it till 10, 11 the next day. Like if I stop eating maybe around seven o'clock the night before. <coughs> um, but I need food to function.
1: And and I, it's been a common theme in, in any of the research that I've done that women just can't fast. As much, as long as men, there mm-hmm. are hormonal hormonal reasons for. it. And same with carbohydrates. I wanted to address that. I think a lot of um, a lot of women need some carbohydrates because of uh, uh, for whatever reason, uh, thyroid health is more impacted by a lack of carbs for women than it is for men. So, yeah, you guys are much more fast. complicated than men. Yes,
0: yes, that's an understatement for Anyways. sure. Um, but yes, no fasting. I tried. You don't want me to fast. No, my husband does not want me to fast. No. <laughs>
2: So um, <laughs> so you, you're kind of in a groove now, like you're still adjusting and trying, but it seems like you're,
0: I think it's always going to be good. a trial and error, to be honest with you, because you're going to start adjusting to something and then something else will, will start changing. But, but yes, I'm definitely I, in a groove. And you're doing
2: like one thing, at a, like
0: you're changing one thing at a time. Are, are you not? No, depends. But yes, I've been sticking to, you know, I've added uh, those unbuns, those almond flour, egg whites, bagels that I've been really enjoying with uh, cashew butter, right. Yeah. And a protein shake. That's a really good snack for me.
1: And that sits well in your It dog. sits
0: well with me. Right. Uh, so again, yes, I'm trying different things, but, um, is that what I'm going to stick on? I don't know.
2: And in terms of, uh, your body composition. So, uh, after your surgery, you gained twenty pounds. Yeah And um, well, body image is a big deal. It's a big deal for men, but maybe less so than it is for women because uh, there's an expectation
0: of women to look a certain way. Mm-hmm. Um. Actually, I'm gonna. I we're just going back because uh, about the weight gain and the carnivore diet. Yeah. They kind of. I tried so many things before the carnivore diet, like eliminating carbs, low carbs, no fruits different stuff. Nothing was working. Then I, we did the carnivore for four weeks and then I started to lean out. It seems like everything kind of resetted in my, like, and just overall, I cause I was going to the gym regularly, seeing no results and it was getting frustrated sure, like yeah. going into the body image, right? You go to the gym, let's say four or five days a week. You expect to see results. You expect to lean out. You expect to gain muscle, right? All of that. So, a year, you know, over a year, you're not getting anything. It's getting quite frustrating. So that's how the carnivore diet came about. And then that's when I started noticing a difference in the gym. And now I'm consistently in the gym and consistently improving. Awesome.
2: So, you consistently look amazing, honey. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um So, to lose that 20, like when you
2: had 20 pounds on, I know that that was a struggle for you. It was, mm-hmm. you didn't feel good about yourself. And I still no. th- thought you were beautiful, but. Mm. uh can you speak about body image how that's affected you over because when i met you you were extremely lean i mean i joke about the fact that i saved you from starvation yeah but you were very lean like not necessarily a healthy lean either
0: no i was very i mean i'm still thinking about that picture oh my gosh oh yeah it was a little yeah um and then gaining 15 pounds of muscle from that picture would be cool to really show it but uh Yes, I was very lean unhealthy lean. Yeah, definitely. Then I went to a prep for a show gained 15 pounds of muscle and really, uh, I really found my body weight, which is around 130, 135 for me. I'm five, six, and that works for me, you know? Um, and then gaining 20 pounds from that, that doesn't work, right? I don't fit in my clothes anymore. I was
2: going down, you were coming up. We were going to, we were going to cross at some point.
1: When you were this unhealthy lean, was it, there, were you that by design did you diet down to that or are you genetically a lean person
0: um it's it's both my family were quite lean um but if i don't like let's say your family is extremely we're, we're actually yeah we're all extremely lean and i eat healthy so yes then i would stay on the leaner side and i worked a lot and i just
2: well i remember we were sitting with our friends we were at a dinner right and you're talking to the girls and they're like oh you know this and that i gotta lose weight and you say i can't eat enough i keep losing weight and they're like
0: Yeah, we are leaner. But let's say if I were to obviously not eat healthy, I would gain weight. You know what I mean? Like I have to measure my stuff, not overeat, that kind of stuff. But
2: Something really shifted after your surgery. Which one now? (laughs) <laughs> the one two or three years ago whatever it was two years
0: 2020 ago. yeah something well I, I became ill like my right. body was not I became Ill.
1: you think as a result of the surgery did it cause a trauma
0: perhaps yeah yeah my body was in a constant state of trauma where mm. i started experiencing uh Really bad migraines, pains everywhere, not able to move when I wake up in the morning. Uh, oh, like it was just terrible, this man. heaviness. I just it was terrible. and you could even see. I I saw some pictures. The color of my skin just didn't look good. I looked unhealthy.
1: You had a sore back all the time. All the
0: time. I just wasn't well at all. How long did all. that
1: last? Those symptoms.
0: Uh, the, the whole t- The whole time until I had the, the surgery reversed. Oh my goodness. So it was a full over a year, a year and like f- f- six months later. Yeah. And then it was like a shift. And that's something we can maybe get into in a different topic because
2: Oh, well, if you want to if you're open about talking about it, I think we should.
0: Yeah. I'm so fine. what was the surgery? So I had breast augmentation done. So I had uh breast implants done when I was nineteen, a saline implant, never had issues with them. And then in twenty twenty, uh we said, Okay, well we'll get some gel implants, the gummy implants. I heard they were really good. Yeah. So they're really gummy and squishy. Let's (laughs) see. what. Gummy (laughs) Gummy and squishy. I like gummy and and squishy. What can I say? So anyway, so sure enough, I didn't do my research. My husband does all the research. He does a lot of research at night. So I let him do the research. But yes, so we switched to a gel implant. And it is known that some women don't, their body rejects the gel implant. And so it was literally immediate after I had the surgery. I put on weight just like that.
2: You put on weight. Uh, you were just like, things went just south really badly.
0: Downhill. But and we didn't it, really
2: think about it. I don't think we, we kept trying to figure out what had well, happened.
0: Well, I was seeing, uh, you know, a hormone specialists. She was just trying everything. She didn't understand why nothing worked. How did your blood work look at that time? And it seemed pretty normal, you know? And that's so, the thing where so. you, we can't I, rely on blood work these I kept days. coming up
2: with theories about why you were struggling so much. And then... I remember I was, I just thought, okay, let me investigate these breast implants. And yeah. I found this article about maybe 10% of the woman and the symptoms, they were like, I'm like, oh, that's my all, wife.
0: All, all, of the symptoms. And yeah. so, She's a one in the and test. so like, I couldn't, I couldn't move. And so I had this pain probably for six months. I couldn't move my neck, my neck into my arm. My arm had numbness, constant, constant headaches and pain. The day that the, the implants were removed, the, more, the next morning, I woke up, the pain was gone. I never felt so alive in my oh, life. My
1: goodness.
0: Like, and it is known if there was a, a Facebook group, I can't remember, but the woman experienced the exact, exact same thing. Yeah. and the next day the the minute they removed those implants it was like a whole shift is it only
1: with the gel that happens or will the silicone have 10% well they of don't, the don't do
0: i don't think they do i don't know if they even do silicone now no, but they, they must have so diff- They
1: either do saline or, 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 gel, or, oh, okay. or
2: gel
0: so again it is it is common with women that they don't accept that they're a lot heavier right a saline is very light the gel is extremely heavy some people if your body's not able to handle it I mean, it, it is quite heavy. Yeah. So anyway, so that was... So. And then you had
2: them removed back in December? Uh,
0: 2021 December, yes. Yeah.
2: And then uh, you were supposed to wait like about six months, I think, see how. Yeah. And I think we waited the six months, right? Yeah, yeah, we waited the and six months. And you went and got the saline put in.
0: Then I went back. I mean, you have to think, as we're talking about body image for women, right? If you have breast implants of, since the age of 19, and now you're in your 40s and you remove the implants. Right. Well, the skin's going to look a little different, right? And so... You're still but I, beautiful to me, honey. Oh, well, thank you. Um, but again, it's about feeling comfortable, right? Being able to wear a top, being able to wear a bikini, all of that stuff is kind of... So you got those um, prosthetics, right? I got those and prosthetics, yeah. I got those prosthetics temporary while, you know, I allowed my body to heal, my skin to heal, all of that. And that really worked, honestly. Like it just... It really worked, and but is was it a long term solution? No, I don't think I want to wear a prosthetic. Not and they, were, they in, were
2: sweaty and they were
0: very hot. Like they got very very hot, and so, um, so then in June I had uh, another surgery, which I went back to a very small implant. I didn't want anything big. A semi- I had chosen
2: the bigger ones, of course, you did.
0: I said I'm not listening to you it's this all about time, you, buddy. It's all, about- <laughs> oh, all about me.
2: I, I bought them for me. <laughs>
0: So, anyways, and then I went back to a saline implant, and it's like night and day. Like saline, you don't feel like anything there. Gel is just like constant heaviness in the body.
1: What a relief that must have been! Just even knowing what it was, right? Mm -hmm.
0: And just well, I remember
2: when we went to see the doctor. Yeah. And we were talking about maybe uh, what were we talking? We went to oh because um,
0: oh it never healed properly. I had had constantly some my my uh, incisions were red. They never healed they never it was constantly red and irritating so you were so. actually
2: going to the doctor to look at that
0: yeah and it was bulging they never healed properly and and it was at boggling. the end
2: i said you know yeah. she's having these symptoms and he kind of perked up and he goes huh? oh now i think they have to be very careful what they say about these implants but yeah. he said and after a bit of discussion we said well should they be removed he said i can't tell you to remove them but it was my wife i'd, I'd tell her to remove."
0: And it was literally night and day. I woke up the next day full of energy, like alive, like I hadn't felt, and like almost it seemed like ages. For almost me.
1: probably worth going through what you did just to feel that. How yeah. Cool it was, hey? yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So again, uh, you know, uh, having them remove you are awake for the surgery, so that was another experience. You know, I, it's you don't feel anything, but you definitely feel what's going on and the removing and all of that. So. Um, but it was definitely worth it. And, uh, now it's good. You know, I'm, I'm good. I don't think we're going to do any more surgeries.
2: <laughs> no more surgeries. No, no
0: more surgeries. So I think this And you feel back- good
2: about your body and you feel good about your health now. I know, I know that your cholesterol was a bit high.
0: Yeah. So that's, I think that's why I'm kind of taking a little bit back on the, uh, on the carnivore diet. Um, I can't remember last time, but I think uh, but this specific my last blood work, I believe, was in I don't know, July, August. And uh my bad my good cholesterol was really low, like a zero point four. Oh no. And my bad was uh above four, four point something. So two point
2: one I think is the norm, right?
0: So, so it's quite high. So it's kind of like shaking me up a little bit where like you know, my, Doug's like, oh, I'm going to make fattier meats. I'm like, no, no, I don't want, I don't want fattier meats. It wouldn't meats. have been
1: so bad if your HDL, your good cholesterol yeah. was higher. You could have probably accommodate that for when you're LDL. Now I had sort of an old, interesting it's, conversation it's, today yeah. with um, a pharmacist
2: and I won't say who, but uh, we were, we just had a coffee together and we were talking about uh, bl- blood results, right? So we were talking about, more about testosterone and the range and but he was talking about the range of cholesterol. He says, not none of it really makes any sense. It's not based on like they they set this sort of standard that is um, probably applies to 75% of the population, but there's a 25% that it, it means nothing for. It. And he says there's no proof that it causes like someone with low cholesterol could have as much have a heart attack as someone with high cholesterol. Yeah. And so even though your cholesterol might be high, it may not be an indication of anything bad. It's just
0: something to monitor i think something to monitor but that's but that's how i took it you know like okay let's adjust a few things
1: the ratio is off though right yeah for sure good and bad that's that's
0: you know so now i'm i'm having you know i'll have salmon you know um i bought some fish oil right alternating oats are apparently really good for that so that's why i incorporated those in there as well um, just switching a few things around and then retesting my blood maybe in a month or so and see if it changed. And the other thing right. is
2: when you have a tested, or anytime you have your blood tested, it's just a snapshot of a moment in time. Right. You know, you could go get a tested the next day and it might be very different. I've had I've had things like um, my uh, liver enzymes were high, you know, and like oh go okay. get and they find out it's normal. It's just it was a moment in time. It could have been something I I ingested that caused my liver enzymes to spike in that. Might moment. Be fighting
1: a cold that would cause. Yeah, whatever
2: cold. you know, like and so. You know, taking one blood test doesn't tell a story. I I think you should take one and then a month later take another and a month later. Right. And different times of the day and different days of the week. and
0: Yeah, you're a firm believer in that, for yeah. sure. So yeah.
2: you're getting retested. I'm getting retested because, you know, my cholesterol was a bit high after the last test. But I had switched up some of my protocols to lower it. i had cut back on the niacin and stuff. But right. So I'm back up to full niacin now.
0: So again, I think it's just retesting and seeing where it's at, right. Based yeah. on changes you've made.
2: So if you had, uh, uh, advice for young women, uh, women of any age, I guess, but you know, young women, I think young women, they start out with this body image and they're, you know, they really struggle with it. It seems different now. I mean, being overweight seems to be okay. Yeah, I know. I like it's gone the other way almost that. in some ways. So you have really skinny girls and you have really heavy girls. There's very few in between. If you had some advice for, uh, or a young woman, if you were sitting in a room full of young women and you wanted to give them advice on health and body image and all this stuff, what what do you think you would tell them?
0: Well, I would tell them to, to, first of all, you got to be yourself. Stop, you know, not to pretend to want to be something else and, but to really be true to yourself, but to be healthy. For me, healthy is super, super important, you know, um, like, Drinking water is absolutely a must. Like, I drink over four liters of water oh, a day. Good for you. I'm constantly hydrating. I don't leave the house without, you know, two full things of water. Uh, nowadays, you see Red Bull, uh, sugar drinks, you know, like um, making healthy choices, you know, choosing a healthier meal if you're going out for dinner uh, yes and i'm all about you know i like to have carrot cake once in a while my husband knows i like to have sweets once in a while that's okay everything in moderation right absolutely like i'm not i enjoy eating those things but during my week i go to the gym i make healthy choices i eat healthy and if i at the end of the week i want to have a piece of cake i'm gonna have it i'm not gonna stop myself from doing that right but the next day i'm back at it and it's just a matter of being consistent, but being true to what works for you.
2: So going back to Good when you words. competed, uh, you know, you had a body. So you had, you know, obviously your body was in peak visual, right? It was like, true, What? well, you were like, you were lean. It was kind of an image that you couldn't maintain, right? The competition. For the competition.
0: Oh, well, yeah, well, yes and no. Like you you i wouldn't have stayed that lean for the show because like i said i gained 15 pounds of muscle i was over 130 and i went down to 128 for the show and then i went back like 135 for me is a good weight 130 135 that's a weight i can maintain and right. be fit and how much
2: did you weigh during the competition
0: yeah. uh 128 so you wow, basically about seven
2: pounds lighter just trying to lean out i'm just yeah. saying that you know in competition in those competitions that's
0: it's not a, a, it's not an everyday, no, it's not an everyday attainable
2: physique, right?
0: If that's what you do, you know, uh, and you, yeah, that's what you're doing on a weekly basis is fitness competition. That's going to be your life and that's what you're maintaining, right?
2: Or a, an but, athlete, like a pro yeah, athlete or whatever. Absolutely.
0: Right. You're constantly doing that. But on a, if you're just, you know, working out, eating healthy, the fitness diet is not, you know, some people do it as a lifestyle without doing the shows again whatever works for you and
2: the post uh post competition for you was was pretty good but some people like crash and burn after the yes a lot so they go so extreme on the diet yeah heading to the competition and afterwards they just go nuts even our trainer did it you know like uh jordan right he you know six months later he was like puffy you know and jordan's pretty lean athletic guy but
0: yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of people who do that, right? They do it to the extreme, and then all of a sudden they've like you see them and they've gained like thirty pounds, you know, and they're not healthy anymore. I I think it's all about balance, you know. For me, I don't find anything extreme about dieting for a show because it's a lifestyle I maintain. So for me, it's just every day, right? And it's you actually not, had to gain. I had not to lose. gain, not lose. So for me, it was like I had to eat more. It's amazing that you only had to
1: seven pounds from your. Your lifestyle weight to a competition weight. That's that's kind of that doesn't happen often. So you're you're gifted genetically and the and the discipline obviously helps.
0: Discipline is a hundred percent. I'm uh, always in
1: competition, you know? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: yeah. Discipline and dedication, right? You've gotta, you know, but when I commit to doing something, I do it like a hundred and ten percent. That's just how I've always been. And, you know choosing my foods dieting working out everything applies to that as well so are you
1: done with competition
0: I don't life? I don't you know what I enjoyed it but uh Take it, this, or leave it I could I may want may you know at some point say oh I want to do another one um, when you but hit 50 or something maybe I don't know but I just I enjoy going to the gym. I enjoy seeing results and I feel good. Yeah. You're asking me, yeah, I feel good. I feel alive. I'm healthy. Yes. My cholesterol might be high. Okay. I'm tweaking a few things. Let's figure it out and and see how, how I do. Right. But I think working out, eating healthy, hydrating, those are all main, main things for me.
2: Well, the four pillars we talk about are 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 diet, lifestyle diet, not not fad diets. No, Uh, lifestyle and then we have uh, stress
1: management, right? Good sleep.
0: Yes, yes, I need my sleep and exercise.
1: Yes, but I'm I'm with Donnell. I want to put hydration in there, and you keep wanting to okay. Take it five pillars then. Sure, Hydration should be. On it's the list,
0: super right? important. Like I can
1: he, you tell them. That's why you're drinking uh, electrolytes during the show. I, 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 I'm all into hydration. But you <laughs> can go
0: to the gym without a bottle. Like, I drink a full thing. I'm at the gym, and I'm like, where's my second bottle, right? I, three, I drink three or four. There you go. So hydration is on the list. Okay, Absolutely. hydration.
1: Five yeah. pillars. We're changing it now, people, to five pillars. I think this is a time where we should, we've been told by our marketing people to say, like and share. I've always no, wanted not to share. Like and subscribe subscribe. Oh, yes. subscribe and like our videos <laughs> apparently it's good for the algorithm and, and if you feel like to
2: uh you want a comment uh, put something in the comments uh, i go through them all and uh, most of them anyways if they make sense and uh i'll respond often and you can send me a what do you call it, a direct message i
1: think yeah and not all the comments about my tan please i just get it all the time so just talk about doug
2: yeah so um going forward you're, what's in my bottle
0: Electrolytes.
1: electrolytes and what's it for? Hydration. Hydration,
2: Hydration. yeah. yeah I'm, uh, I'm big on electrolytes. I, I drink these all day. and
0: It makes drinking water fun. So for those people who don't enjoy drinking water, electrolytes is the way to go for you.
2: Plus, if you do it, I always run hot. So I perspire a lot. Like, not sweaty.
0: Mm-hmm. But,
2: you know, like last night you said, oh, you're really warm. You know, I get right. really warm. And it just it replenishes your, uh, you lose your electrolytes when you sweat a
1: lot. And also, water alone will not hydrate you. No. It won't get in the cell. So you need these th- to drive that. Yeah. And sodium. Uh, sodium, salt. magnesium, chloride, and calcium, I think are the main yeah. electrolytes. You drink electrolytes.
0: Yeah. Do you drink, drink them all day? The, yeah. All right. I mix. I Sometimes I just go for couples, just straight waters, and then I go back to the electrolytes. I, I find hard have a couple mixes I do.
2: I find it hard to drink water after drinking electrolytes. Oh, no,
0: sometimes I I just want water. Like I drink electrolytes or something fruity all the time. I just want water.
2: So going forward now, so you got this, uh, you kind of modified your diet and you're still, you know, you're not convinced this is the one and you'll tweak it as it goes. Do you think you'll ever reach a point where you say, oh, I've, until something changes in your body, oh, I've found the diet. Like I feel like i found somewhere between keto and carnivore is my sweet spot and I like staying in there and I sort of deviate at all. I don't deviate at all. And I, but I find that is really good for me And it. Like I'm, yeah, but it's, so do you think you'll ever find sort of a sweet spot where you can just fluctuate between something and something?
0: maybe i don't know you You want to
2: or do you are you happy just sort of
0: i think i'm happy where i'm at now i enjoy having a sweets once in a while and yes for the most time i don't have sugar it's not part of my diet um but i enjoy having a piece of cake once in a while so that has to be part of my diet somewhere along the line so what does that fall into i don't know do you eat sugar at all i'll indulge yeah i haven't haven't eaten sugar in like I think Gears. it's I, I think it's healthy, uh, you know, yeah. to have a healthy balance. You know, I don't do well
2: with sugar, though.
0: You don't do well with sugar, no. so again, am I going to go and eat uh, a, a ton of sugar? No, I'm not going to do that, right? But I will indulge once in a while for sure because I enjoy it. And the chances
1: are that you're eating so clean throughout the week, and we touched upon uh, on this on one of our on one of our shows. There's um, something called, a, you can coin it as a cheater's diet, where you're eating clean all week. Right. And then on a weekend, you'll have a cheat meal or a cheat day. And that actually is very beneficial in that it resets your metabolism because you're probably eating lower calories than your metabolism requires. Yeah. And if you didn't have those high-resource foods on the weekend, or whatever, one meal, yeah. you would you would, you would would really have a create a sluggish metabolism. I think that piece of cake is actually providing your clean and your discipline, are clean during the week, it's going to help you.
0: And you like it. I like it. And you know what? Like uh, sometimes like I, I was traveling in the last week and I indulge more than I probably should have, but you know what? <coughs> I was walking doesn't. so much and I'm like, I'm still burning it off and just allows me to just step it up even more when I get back into exactly. the gym this week. Right? Like I've just, yeah, I ate a bit more. Yeah. I indulge a bit more, but that's okay. I'm getting back to normal after and it pushes me even more. When I'm in the gym and I've been finding my strength this week at the gym quite good. Awesome.
2: So maybe because of those calories, I believe in that reset you know, too. I my reset is just going to keto yeah, more calories, just more, more calories, calories, more keto. Yeah, but I and that's my Sunday. And a Sunday is like my cheat day, you know that. And
0: I don't think you've been cheating lately. I think I've been, you've cheating. been pretty strict. <laughs> I don't call that cheating.
2: It's my version of cheating. Yeah, <laughs> I used to do well back when I was not on keto or carnivore, I used to do regular diet, whatever, six meals a day or five or four. And then on Sundays I would just eat whatever, and I eat tons of sugar, but I would wake up on a Monday and I, you know, I'd forget that I'd, be, and I'd, I'd have a hangover, I'd
0: have a sugar hangover,
2: and I feel like garbage.
0: It's a balance, right? Yeah. If you're going to go and eat sugar for an entire day, I'm pretty sure you're going to feel like crap the next day. Yeah, you know. But again, it's it's just finding a balance, right? Everything in moderation. I mean, have
2: you ever known me to be
0: balanced? No. <laughs> but i think even going back to meals a day right like where fitness shows six seven meals a day to switching to a carnivore diet where now i have probably one two three three four four maybe meals a day if and they're not real meals.
2: like they're not full meals
0: no i really i don't want to overeat in one session of a meal right i'm usually always hungry after eating and i just let it go oh that's good You know, I never, never full ever. So, how's your
1: gut lately?
0: It's been okay. I think because of the travels and eating a lot different stuff. Um, So, so, the last week I've been struggling a little bit. um, But next week I'm going to do a cleanse. So, and I'm going to reset everything again. (laughs) Patrick,
1: do we have time to talk about? um, I think you did BPC, a peptide that's uh, very gut healthy. Yeah. Uh, Can you tell us, so BPC, uh, Body Protecting Compound, is a peptide that we've talked about on our show. It originates from the gut. You're
2: doing that now, aren't you? You're on a pro?
1: Yeah. Have you found it being beneficial to um, helping your gut issues?
0: Absolutely. I know when we started doing them, this is even before the peptides, a huge difference uh, in my gut and how I felt. Um, But uh, yes, absolutely. I do it three times a day. I think lately I've been forgetting a little bit, so I haven't been consistent, uh, but normally I am. But yes, it does. It's
1: been beneficial. Yeah, Yeah, it
0: has been. Any other
1: benefits from it?
2: Mm. pains aches no pains or aches Joint-wise,
0: i
1: don't know i recover feel, better or do you typically recover well i recover
0: pretty good yeah i usually you know
2: well i think the big thing for you was the was my mission is
0: my gut that's my main issue right so if this isn't functioning the rest yeah, isn't right. either yeah. so so
2: for people who don't know BPC body protection compound BPC 157 157 so because it's 15 aminos 15 aminos is a peptide and it's one of the uh, few that you can take and you can inject, but you can also take orally. And I think the uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but the um, the effects of or- taking it orally are different than the effects of taking it through uh, injection. There's more of a gut health thing with uh, with the pills than there is with the injection. That's my understanding as well. Yeah. So the way you're taking it with mm-hmm. the pills is is more beneficial Especially to them. you. It also does healing of the body, but. I think it's a little more intense, but it doesn't
1: do the gut part. If you're right. doing the injection, I, I do I the daily so. injections. Yeah. yeah, I do as well. Yeah. There's just there's just way too many benefits with the injections that we can. I don't think we have enough time for all the benefits, <laughs> but uh, yeah, the injections are just do everything.
2: Okay, so uh, I think that's it for tonight. And okay, thanks for sharing and. Uh, Thanks for sharing some personal stuff too, because yeah. uh, it's not always easy. And you know, for you guys out there, again, if you uh, if you like what we have to say, subscribe and and uh, hit the like button and uh, and message us if you want to discuss something specific or leave a comment. And uh, yeah, we'll be happy to get back to you.
0: I think uh, it also, uh, you know, if you'll have me again, but there's can open up subjects to a lot more, you know, uh, mental health and women in terms of that all ties into the body image Absolutely and the right. health, the diet, well, all uh, of that ties in together really at the end of the day, topic. right on how you're going to feel up here.
2: Well, actually Kelly, who, you know, obviously, yes. uh, is uh, the next topic we were going to go over with her mm-hmm. is mental health. So maybe we could get, I don't know. Can we, uh can we, will we be able to get four people on a, on, on a set? Okay, well, maybe we'll get the two of you together right, and talk about mental health because uh, it is a, it's a big issue. It's an issue that I struggled with. So.
0: I think everybody struggles with mental health, You're whether alive. they agree it or not, you know, That's whether they admit it or not. But I think all of that, whether, you know, ex- exercising for me is a big part in terms of feeling healthy up here, clears my mind. I'm able to think clearly, but I know we're not going to get into that tonight, but all of that ties in together on how you function on a day-to-day, really.
2: And I would say that uh, it's more relevant today after COVID than it's ever been. I bet you. Because, um, you know, just in the company that, that I own and run is, um, you know, we have a health plan. And the one thing that escalated, I think, three times what it used to be was uh, medical issues around health, uh, mental health. So, you know, whether it be antidepressants or whatever, post-COVID. So, you know, it's a sign that the uh, COVID really has affected people in a powerful way, including myself.
0: Yeah. In, in in different ways, whether it be weight gain, weight loss, depression, you know, so much, so much stuff yeah. that a lot isolation. of people I think isolation don't have the tools to get better, right? When you are in that zone depressed and I've been there and you know, you don't want to socialize. You don't want to go out there and talk about your problems, but that's exactly what you need is stepping out, right? Stepping out and finding out what you can do for yourself. But it's easier said than done for those who don't have support or encouragement. Thank
1: you for bringing that topic up because that is important. Yeah, and, and Maybe that's
2: what I want
0: to try and hit it. next
1: week. I think so. It's a,
2: well, thanks, hon. Uh, it's wonderful to have you on the show. <laughs> and it's definitely more wonderful to be your husband. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Again, good night, everyone. Thanks. Good night.